Hello, hello, healthy friends, and welcome to this week's episode of The Healthy Life. I'm Coach Ashley, and for those that are new or just tuning in, I thought I'd kind of share a little bit about myself again. Um, so I joined Healthy, which was iTrack Bites back in the day, and I joined them in about late summer of 2020, um, and then I became a coach in December of 2020. I worked on my, my goal weight for about a year, well, actually about 13 months, and I met my goal in February of 2021. And I've actually been maintaining that ever since. I worked in the community for a while, and then I joined the Healthy Life podcast, as you all know. And I also do a lot of work on the Healthy blog. Um, I run the content on there, coordinate things and whatnot. And I'm just so passionate about what I do. I hope everybody recognizes that. I really love talking about health and wellness in general. And yeah, I'm just super passionate about it. And I hope everybody has been enjoying that. So now, as for today, I'm super excited because I get to introduce you guys to my new co-host, Coach Alexis. For those of Yay. you that are, yeah, <laughs> for those of you that are new, Alexis is one of our amazing meeting leaders. So I'm going to turn it over to her and let her introduce herself to you guys. Yeah, hi everyone. I am super thankful to be here and just really excited for this podcast and being a part of it. I have been using Healthy just like Coach Ashley when it used to be iTrack Bites since January 2019. Yeah, a little while. So I was a diehard <laughs> carb conscious girl. Like that was my plan and I loved it. I still mm -hmm. do, but I needed a change. So I currently use the calorie command plan. My goal is to lose 50 pounds and I've lost 30. So a little over halfway there. And I'm You're more than halfway. It. Yeah. <laughs> It's such a journey. And I, I think it, it must be a trend that I see. Um, we all, of course, what I loved most about healthy was, uh, are the bites plans. I actually started on better balance. I've actually kind of dabbled in all the plans. Just being a coach, I wanted to be super familiar with all of them. I'd say my favorite one was actually, um, still, uh, conquer cravings, but I myself also do calorie command now as well. It's funny how that seems to be a trend that so many start to go towards that. Yeah. And I was thinking about that earlier. I feel like the bite plans kind of, you learn the foundation of a healthy lifestyle. And then once you get those, that core foundation, you're able to move into the calories and make sense yes. of that. I feel like you are, I, I used to get tons of questions in the community and I still do sometimes on Instagram and stuff. Like, how do I choose? What do I go with bites? Do I go with calories? And my go-to answer for that is always, if you don't know what you should be eating necessarily, that's where the bites plans comes in. That is what really helps you learn this better lifestyle, making those better choices. And calorie command is literally just how much. So bites mm -hmm. are what and calories are how much. And it's just, it's so nice to have, you know, all those options. Right. Yes. There are so many. So it's so yeah. great. Like you said, if you don't know where to start, you have so many options that you can figure out what works best for you. Mm -hmm, absolutely. And that's, again, what I love about our sponsor, of course, our sponsor of this podcast, Healthy. Um, if, no, if you're not familiar with it, if you're just tuning in as well, uh, go to healthyapp.com, healthy with an I. And there's just so much, there's so many good things all over the website. Um, it'll kind of help lead you in the right direction. So today, for our topic today of this uh, episode, I want to talk about spring. <laughs> I think uh, at least us here on the uh, the East Coast are we're really hopping into spring. We've got the rain, we've got the the warmer weather, and it's got me feeling so kind of fresh and ready to start new. I don't know about you, but I mean, spring really it might be a little cliche, but it really does make me feel like I want to start new things again. 
Right. Yeah. It's just like time for a fresh start and Mm -hmm. the sun is out and it's like, you're, I don't know. I feel like a new person whenever daylight savings time ends and there's more daylight. So yeah, I get it. Yeah. I can do without daylight savings time. (laughs) Right. But yeah, like you brought up a good point. Rejuvenation, I think, is another word that I think of when it comes to spring. And, um, you know, we uh, sometimes these topics on our on on the podcast, I like to tie into the blog. And there was a recent article that came out that is called um, Spring into Shape, you know, how to take advantage of the season for effective weight loss. And I think um, this is going to be the perfect time for so many people to really utilize the season and not just for weight loss. Loss. I, I've said it many times before, it doesn't have to be just for weight loss. You know, it is for overall health. And I really think we can use this to our advantage. Right. Yeah, I agree. So number one I want to talk about is the actual season. So like I mentioned, the the warmer weather. And of course, I know rain is a huge part of, of spring as well. That can kind of put a damper on things. But I'll tell you what, the first good day that we had here, I was immediately outside. You know, we love to go on walks. We love to, of course, those who know me who've listened before, um, we're a softball family. Um, we're already outside doing softball things. And I think it is such a good opportunity for people to get get outside and get moving. Yes. Yeah, for sure. It's something about, like I said, just a few minutes ago, when the sun comes out, I just want to be outside. I want to be enjoying the warmth and just really feeling the sun on my face. It kind of gets me in the mood to walk or something outdoors. It does. Yeah. And I, I think that's important for people. Um, you know, a lot of us kind of get those, the winter blues. Um, sure. You know, I, I for sure lose so much of my motivation when it's cold and I can't go outside. We really do love being out there. And and I think once you're able to get out there and do that, you're going to see that, 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 you know, your motivation starts to, it gets a spring in its step. <laughs> <laughs> right. So. Yeah, it really does. I agree. And with the season, um, you know, we've got outdoor activities. When you're stuck inside, obviously, you're not going to be able to go do those fun outdoor activities. When I think spring, I think uh, hiking is really big around here. I don't, you're in South Carolina, correct? So right. I'm sure weather can be really beautiful there for hiking. Lots of outdoor activities. We have a really nice bike trail here. And I see, I just, I love going outside and seeing so many people utilizing those things out here. Yeah. And same here. And I love like the first day where it's actually warm in your area. And then you go outside and you just see everyone I feel like is outdoors, just embracing it because same here, the winter blues really hit me. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just something like, I, I don't feel like doing anything because it's like, <laughs> okay, I go to work, I come home and it's dark. And I'm like, this is no fun. Um, but whenever the seasons change and it's sunny out and there's more daylight, it just makes mm-hmm. me want to get outside. And I really think if anyone goes out there, you see that mentality from so many other people. But here we have, I'm really close to the beach and there's just a lot of wildlife and nature trails. I'm and jealous. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my favorite thing to do is just on Saturday or Sunday mornings, get our dog and head to the beach and just go for a really long walk. And generally our dog is small. He's like 12 pounds. About halfway through, he stops and is like, pick me up. This is too much. (laughs) But it is just (laughs) nice to move your body and be outdoors and riding bikes too is something really big here. So embracing your surroundings and figuring out what that looks like. Absolutely. Yep. I completely agree. And and I will say that 
my little dog, uh, she gives up about two minutes in. (laughs) (laughs) I don't take her much for walks, but um, yeah, it is so refreshing to see people getting outdoors. And and I hope that those that are listening can can use that to their advantage as well. I hope you guys are having good weather where you are. Right. Again, I know the rain can make things a little bit difficult, but even though we're talking about spring, I think it's important to note that you don't always need the fresh air and the outdoors to get that activity in. I mean, just doing anything simple that you can possibly get in just to get your body moving, you know, anything will help. Mm-hmm. And I think, I feel like we talked about it last week, but motivation. So, yeah. you know, yes, just like you said, the sun and the warmth can feel more motivating to get outside and work out, but just like you mentioned, sometimes you're not going to have that motivation. So just learning to be dedicated. If it's those winter months or the colder months or the rainy months, but just putting in the work, even when you don't feel so motivated. Even when you don't, absolutely. I'm glad you brought that up because, um, you know, not everybody catches all the episodes. So a little recap of my last episode from last week, I did talk about motivation. And so many people think that like, oh, I need to figure out where to get my motivation. I need motivation to get this stuff done, to continue or start my journey, you know, wherever you're at. And I I don't like to be the bearer of bad news. I really don't. <laughs> but I also like to keep it honest. And I think one of the things we have figured out is that motivation is very hard to come by. It does not always come naturally or, or organically. And you can't just sit by and wait for it to come. Um, what I figured out is that you have to just start taking action. Just start doing the things. And then once you start doing the things and start seeing results, that's where that motivation is going to start coming in. And that's going to keep pushing you forward. Yes. And I love to, um, I think it was brought up in one of the meetings. Someone said that, of course you get motivated when you see the scale go down, but (laughs) like we're talking about biking or walking, but one of the members said that she keeps a log of her weights. And so that really motivates her when she can increase her weights. So kind of going back to this topic, if you're walking outside and you feel like, I can't do more than 10 minutes. That's okay. Do what you can and build on that. And I think once you see that progress, that's also really motivating. Oh, 100%. I've been a big believer in doing what you can when you can. Um, It never has to be 100% all the time because then you usually find that you're going to get burnout, you know? And when that burnout comes and the crash and burn happens and you lose all that motivation. So, I mean, a perfect example of that for me is you see so many saying like, get 10,000 or 12,000 steps a day. I have never been and possibly never will be that person. But, you know, I I set a different goal for myself. Like, you know, do 8,000, you know, getting anything is better than nothing. So that's super important to remember. So when we think spring, um, besides the weather, obviously, that comes to mind is food. I mean, come on. (laughs) Of course, of course, food comes to mind. Um, That spring, the fresh spring produce, I absolutely love it. We have here in Ohio, so many farmers markets and produce stands alongside the road. Um, We love our fresh sweet corn and, you know, tomatoes, zucchini, all that. Um, I thought it would be fun to give a little list of things that are in season in the spring to help those. Um, you know, just to help get you guys in the right, you know, mindset for it. So some of the uh, fresh spring produce that comes out are things like apples, apricots, asparagus, 
Um, avocados. I did not know avocados were a spring produce. I didn't either. <laughs> uh, things like bananas and broccoli and cabbage. We've got kale, lemons, lettuce, limes, mushrooms, and onions. I'm surprised to see zucchini not on this list. I love zucchini. I guess that's more of a summer. <laughs> I guess so. And squash too. Yeah. Th- those must be... You guys, I'm, I mean, I'm not a farmer. I have no idea. I will. <laughs> I'll let you know I have a list in front of me. <laughs> things like pineapples, rhubarb, strawberries, Swiss chard, and turnips. It is so nice to be able to uh, implement those things into your your day. Uh, I know personally, I don't wait for summer to start grilling season. Um, any chance that I can get the grill out it is such an easy way for me to get my veggies in. I will tell you that it is. I find myself eating so much healthier when I can have my grill out. <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea. I don't know why I always think about really just like chicken or stuff like that on the grill. But yeah, being able to grill your vegetables. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, it helps when you have like a flat top griddle. <laughs> if oh, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. We love, oh my gosh, zucchini and squash, um, asparagus, all that. It's really, it, it's, it really is just an easy way to get those fresh spring veggies and fruits, of course, into your, your everyday diet. Yes. And also being able to get them at a more affordable price. Mm -hmm. I love berries. I mean, really any berry, I love them, but sometimes it's hard to fork over that money. And the winter months when strawberries are $4.99 for a small little carton. Absolutely. That you can eat in maybe two sittings, maybe one and a half. (laughs) Right. Right. So I think that's, I'm sorry. I think that's important too, is being able to look at your ads or I don't know, your digital ads and see what fruits are in season because they will be cheaper right now. So taking advantage of those and I love a fruit salad. So, and a little tip I've heard is squeezing um, some lemon juice and it will make it last longer. So like your bananas don't brown. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I I definitely, I have done that. Some lemon and lime juice, actually. That that actually goes along if if any of our members go to the the member meetings. Um, There was a, let me see, there was a flyer about being on a weight loss journey and staying within budget. And that's one of the things I know we are talking about spring and fresh produce. But one of the things I do, especially throughout the winter is buy frozen. We absolutely love frozen blueberries and they are quite a lot cheaper than fresh blueberries a lot of the time. So um, anything you can do. And and if you are buying in season, say at a produce stand and it's on sale, you're finding good deals. I think it's more than okay to buy bulk and prepare those in the correct way. There's lots of information on Google on how to do that. I am in no way aware of all the right ways to do it, but um, buy it in bulk and prepare it and freeze it. I mean, that way you always have it on hand. Yeah. And I think I've seen um, mason jars as well. If you cut and prepare your fruit, and you put them in a sealed jar that they'll last a lot longer in the refrigerator. So that's something I'm going to try and do. I did that with like blueberries, blackberries, strawberries, and I definitely works rather than just, I mean, I'm very guilty of just leaving it in that plastic container in the fridge, (laughs) but instead using mason jars, it really did help keep them by, I think at least a week, but I'm going to be honest, like my kids are huge fruit eaters, so they don't need to last a week anyway. (laughs) 
<laughs> but still, yeah, anything that you can do, all those little tips and hacks and stuff that can help make your produce last longer is always going to be, be uh, beneficial to you. Yes. And another thing you mentioned are the farmer's markets, and that's really big here too. So if anybody's listening and you're also in the South, um, I know here shrimp is like a really big thing in our farmer's markets. Ooh. <laughs> and that, I mean, I feel like you can make shrimp in so many healthy ways, um, grilling it or putting it in the air fryer, but just seeing what's at your farmer's markets and what works for you. But I also kind of like to use them as a date because my husband and I will go in the morning. So maybe use that too, as a non-scale victory celebration or a scale. Whenever you see the scale goes down, use that as a celebration and go out there. Maybe it's a little bit more at a farmer's market, but use that as a reward. You're getting fresh produce from somewhere local. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can. I'm pretty sure um, our chefs that they post videos and and stuff on on Instagram and Facebook. If you go to the healthyapp.com again and you go to the blog section and just type in what you want to look for there, they definitely have shrimp recipes and stuff. Um, And of course, Pinterest, you know, Google, so many amazing good recipes for any produce or or food that you're looking for so yeah definitely there's so many resources (laughs) yeah oh of course of course The next spring thing I want to talk about is setting goals. I think, you know, as we said, talking about spring and kind of starting fresh, maybe starting new. um, One of the biggest, most important things you can do is to set a realistic goal for yourself. Um, I, I know it can be really hard, especially if you have 50 or 75 or 100 something pounds to lose in the beginning. It just, it can feel so overwhelming to think about what overall that you want to lose. So if you break that down into smaller, more attainable goals, you're really going to see like, oh, I just lost my first five pounds instead of thinking, oh, I need to lose 95 more. You know, I lost five pounds. I I just did that. You know, I'm capable and worthy of that. And it's going to be so much easier for you to keep going. I think that's so important. Yes, I couldn't agree more. Um, Big picture can just feel really overwhelming. And yes, it's exciting and um, motivating to say, I'm going to do it. But when push comes to shove, like you said, looking at, oh, I still have all of this to go instead of focusing on what you've already lost, that can be really overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So I, I love to do that. And think of maybe for those listening, if you had a weight where you were really happy and comfortable and at a very a healthy weight as well, think of using that as your motivation and not necessarily focusing on, okay, I've got to do five pounds, five pounds, 10 pounds, 20 pounds, but just focusing on getting back to that healthy place where you knew you felt really confident. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And and one of the ladies that comes to my meetings, she has a jar of marbles. And I just love this visual representation. Every time she loses a pound, she takes it out of one jar and moves it into her weight lost jar. And I just I, love that. I absolutely love that. And I'm so glad you said that because I'm going to use myself as an example again. I had a two-dimensional jar. I just had a coloring sheet that I downloaded and, and printed off. And it was a mason jar and it had little marbles in it. And um, I just colored in a marble or a circle, or it can be anything, you know, use your imagination if you're crafty. I'm not like that crafty, (laughs) but I love the things I see all over the internet. And I did, I colored in a circle for each pound that I lost. And you would be amazed at how excited you get over one pound. But I'm telling you these pounds every week or every couple of weeks, they add up. 
Mm-hmm. And they add up to that overall goal that you're wanting to reach. And I just think being able to call her in a circle for one pound, you could even do half pound circles. If you're on the slower end of losing, that's perfectly fine because there were, you know, there were so many weeks where I couldn't call her in a whole circle because I only did lose half a pound. But still, you know, the point is that it, it kept me going. It kept me getting sure. closer to my goal. And I, I do, I absolutely love that. Any kind of physical representation, like you said, um, that is going to help you see that picture so much more clearer not in just your head, but actually being able to see it. Yes. And I think it can be really hard to remember how far you've already come if you don't have something in front of you to actually say, hey, you've done this before and you can keep doing it. So I, yeah, I love that. Coloring it or really dropping it in, whatever it may be that keeps you motivated and proud of yourself is so important. Absolutely. Yeah. I I mean, it makes me sad to see so many people that are upset that they only lost 0.2 pounds this week, you know, and it's like, you know, depending on where you're at in your journey, you take a look back, but how much have you lost overall? You know, I wish I could, you know, give everybody a hug and say, listen, (laughs) 0.2 is still a loss. It's not a gain, you know, and it's just, it's so important to really recognize any amount lost, everything that you've done so far. So, right. And so the next thing I wanted to say, which we've kind of already touched on was motivation. There's just so many different ways you can stay on track with your motivation. And one of those is what we just talked about is having that visual representation. Um, Again, you know, a sticker chart. (laughs) Yes. Yes. That's been a really big topic here lately. And the meetings has been sticker charts. And I'm like, it works when you're a kid. It will work when you're an adult. <laughs> it's not just for potty training right? <laughs> or chores. <laughs> Something I talked about in my last podcast episode last week was I saw, and it kind of, it went through the internet. So I'm sure many people have seen it was the strings. This lady was measuring her waist. I don't know how often I wouldn't say every week would be a good representation, but maybe once or twice a month. And, you know, you measure your waist with that string and hang it up. And, you know, after a while, you start to see the length of that string go down and down. And you can even no matter, no matter what that scale says, you can see visually your body is changing, even if the scale says otherwise. So for those that the scale might freak them out and the whole color chart or sticker chart maybe isn't for you, do something else, you know, take those pictures, use the string, take measurements, whatever you need to do. And I think that can so, I just really think it can help boost your motivation. Yes. I'm such a huge advocate for, like you said, pictures, because Mm -hmm. I feel like you can Kind of what I mentioned just a few minutes ago, you lose track of how far you've already come. But if you look back at where you started and you take a picture of where you are now, it'll be a big difference. And if you're like, well, it's only, and I put that in quotes, so yeah. listening <laughs> only in quotes, um, 15 or 20 pounds, that's a very big difference in your body. And think of your, your joints and you've taken 20 pounds of pressure off of them. So I love that. And also taking some old clothes and putting them on and realizing that your shorts or your jeans are hanging off of you and you need to go down a size. I mean, that's so motivating. That really is. I I held on to my old jeans for quite a while and I would, I would just kind of put them on here and there and just be like, wow, you know, and that is especially helpful when you don't see that scale going down like you want to it. You know, I, I preach it all the time. It's still kind of hard. It was at that time, still kind of hard to practice it 
not letting the scale get to you. But yeah, you put on those old clothes and it's like, okay, I can see it. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So just to wrap up here, I want, I just want to say that I hope you guys do take advantage of the spring season. I know I certainly am. It's, it's just such a wonderful time to get outside. I am an outdoors person. And you know, if you're not an outdoor person, that's okay. We're not, <laughs> we won't push you to go outside, but maybe you can take advantage of that produce and take advantage of maybe these new beginnings. And, and, you know, if something's not working for you, switch it up and try a different routine. Maybe, you know what I mean? Yes. I think trying something new is so important. And I am here to say, I'm really not an outdoors person. I hate, I hate getting bites. I don't like any of it, but I do love the feeling of like just the sun on my skin puts me in such a better headspace. And then Mm -hmm. when I'm in that game mentally, then it feels like I'm unstoppable. So getting out there and even if it's maybe for five minutes and just being with yourself and focusing on your journey and coming back inside and saying, all right, I don't feel like working out outdoors, but I'm going to come inside and I'm going to put that motivation and start a workout indoors or go to the gym, whatever it may be. That's perfect. I do love that example, you know, doing what's most comfortable for you and what you need to do to get yourself through the journey. I really love that. Well, everyone, thank you for listening to this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed and I'm so excited to be co-hosting here with Coach Alexis. I hope you come back next time and we'll see you soon. Yes, thank you, everyone. Bye.